Welcome to Next Stop Now, a podcast about experiments and repurposing life. I'm Jason Angel. And I'm Jocelyn Apicello. Next Stop Now is a production of the Ecological Citizens Project, which grows citizen-led campaigns to build a more just, healthy, democratic, and sustainable way of life. I'm one of the founders of the ECP. So this show is about different people who took a risk and changed their life to change the world. Part of our mission at the Ecological Citizens Project is to produce a more just, healthy way of life. So you have to think about it for a moment. What is health? For me personally, I don't really think about health that much. I really don't think about it until it's gone and I'm sick. Health is more than just the absence of sickness. In the best of worlds, it's about well-being. It's about the full flourishing of your mental and physical capacities. So we decided to quit our jobs, our nine-to-five jobs in New York City in 2010 and started a farm. And when we were doing that, we were really pretty much piecing our lives together. Uh, We were figuring out how to support ourselves. We were cobbling together different income streams. But, you know, all of these jobs uh, did not pay very much, and they certainly did not come with health benefits. And so this was at a time before the Affordable Care Act, Obamacare. Um, And so like a lot of Americans working in this kind of growing part-time informal economy, we were left on our own for figuring out health care. And uh, it was about that time that we heard about the Peekskill Community Health Center. It's a federally qualified community health center, and it offers walk-in medical services to people on a sliding fee scale based on their income. Looking back on it now, that was part of the real scariness about making a jump in our lives was that you know we were jumping into a situation where we weren't going to get supports like health care and when we found the Peace Hill Community Health Center it was a bridge for us that let us make this transition in our lives and it was really important. And as we came to learn more about the history of the health center we began to realize that it was really the result of earlier community leaders who did what we wanted to do ourselves. They changed their lives in order to change the world. And one of the things that really helped us to change our lives was the result of this previous generation's hard work. So I've actually become close with uh, two of these longtime Peace Go residents who worked on this and made this health center possible. So I went and sat down with them to learn more about how they pulled this off and how they built the Peekskill Community Health Center. I'm um, Jeanette Phillips, also Reverend Jeanette Phillips, and those who really know me very close, they'll say just Reverend Jay. I was very keen and aware that there was a problem within our community in terms of access to health care. My own family, we had insurance, but we were underinsured, so therefore it was like not having any insurance. And so we had to use 
the county facilities at Westchester, it's now Westchester Medical, but it was called the Grasslands Preserve, which was for indigent care. So a couple of other friends of mine, uh, Mary Woods, Pearl Woods, and Willie Mae Jackson, who had all experienced similar experiences as I did. Mary went one day and took the bus down. It was a two-hour bus ride from Peekskill to the Grasslands Hospital. And she just said, enough is enough. We, we've got to be able to do something here in Peekskill. So that, that was some of the things that really impacted us about the story. I mean, this is almost 50 years ago. And, you know, sometimes we think about healthcare as being a battle happening now, but it's just been happening for so long. And they realized they didn't want to do this anymore. And so they started a citizen-led effort and got together and started to talk to each other, and they conducted a survey to find out what people uh, really needed the most that they weren't getting. They are much like the things today. When you talk about health care, housing, education, and jobs, those were the things that were on the survey through the Community Action Program. And I know that survey took place because someone knocked on my door, and I filled out a form as well. And it was with that that health care was at the top of the list. And so once everybody realized that they all wanted and needed the same thing, Reverend Phillips told me that they all got together and sat down and tried to figure out a solution. And so that first meeting was held um, at the United Methodist Church here in Peekskill, and Willie Mae Jackson um, gave that speech as a mother of 12, what her experience had been about trying to access health care. Yeah, my name's Alan Steiner. I'm the board chair of Hutchinson River Healthcare, and uh, it's my pleasure to be here today to talk to you. Besides having sideburns, I'm guessing, or bell buttons, Alan, where, where, where were you, 1970 or 71? A long ways away. In 1970, I was actually in Vietnam. I started law school, and I got drafted out of law school and figured I'm no better than anybody else. You know, if every time you disagreed with something your country did, you left, where would you end up living? So I went to Vietnam and uh, came back and... I uh, went back to law school in 1970 and I completed my law school studies and the question was what kind of job was I going to try to get? So I uh, had been offered a job as the foreclosure maven of Buffalo, New York, the senior partner of this law firm, you know, and I couldn't quite see myself, you know, foreclosing on people's houses to uh, provide income. Then I got this call to come to this place called Westchester County which I thought was where all the rich people lived. Later I found out there's a lot of poor folks here and it's bad enough to be poor, but when everybody else is rich around you, that's kind of hard to take. So I came in late 72, I think, or maybe early 73. And uh, eventually I became the staff attorney of the legal services office here in Peekskill. And that's when I met the community leaders. And I was originally on a, uh, advisory board of the organization that was you know trying to get the health center going and, and later on I got involved with the more with the board. So I, I think that so often we're told what we need by advertisers, by politicians, 
but it's the people that live in a place that know how to improve their own lives and communities. We've seen the same power of asking people to shape their community agenda play out in ecological citizen project initiatives. And, you know, I think when people know that they all care about the same thing, you begin to see that they have the will to make it happen together. And that's what this story is about. It's a story about a group of women that came together and had that will. So why do you all think that this was able to happen here in Peekskill? As one of the, of the uh, founding mothers was the fact that we knew that, as we often say, that health care was a right and not just a privilege, and that we were grounded in that. And it, being grounded in that, we had, uh, as African-American women, have been through the struggles. So the struggles give you the tenacity, if you will, to say, we have to stay at it. We don't back down. We have to stay at it. We have to keep making the story heard. And in doing that, being able to see those who also shared in that opinion would come on board and continue to help us to grow. Alan, you've talked to me about, you know, the part of the podcast and Ecological Citizens Project is is the goal of building a more just, healthy, democratic, and sustainable way of life. But let's focus on the kind of the democratic idea. And Alan, you've talked to me before about uh, how different it is to have community representation on a board. Can you talk a little bit more about about how, you know, what a community board is, how it operates, and how you think uh, it, it makes that sort of a difference? Community Health Center started in South Africa. There were medical students in Johannesburg who heard there was a township that had no health care. And they went out there, and somebody had the foresight and vision to say, we don't want to be like white do-gooders coming out here. We want this to be your health center. So we want half your board to be users of the health center. That started there and it exists to this day. So that's a, a very unique way to get input and it's a way to really make a community health center a community health center because you're hearing the needs of the community from the community. So there are programs that we added like our, our drug treatment program, mental health, HIV, all those things came directly to, to the organization through the board that represented the community that we serve. You know, as, as Alan noted, a, a big part of what makes the Community Health Center model so different is that the board of directors is made up of a majority of community members. You know, a board of directors has control of the institution and decides what things are the most important. You know, maybe delivering larger profits to shareholders if it's a private hospital, or maybe it's really delivering better care to patients. And, you know, I think one of the biggest lessons that I take away from the Peaceville Community Health Center is that maybe this is a, like how a lot of America needs to be remade. You know, people should be at the table and have more control over their decision making. And I think maybe if that was the case, we'd see people leading uh, better lives. And so Reverend Phillips is just such an amazing example of someone who 
worked together with others, decided what they wanted, and took control. In order for those racial bounds to be eliminated, if you will, is when people really get to know one another, people really get to to have that passion for what they're doing, and people see that as an example. And, and certainly that has been what has carried us these 40-odd years. And that's also why this particular building, if you will, gives such a prominence to the downtown of this community. Because to be able to say what happened when four African-American women came together and said, this is what we can do. So it's, it's really amazing. I actually had the chance to go to a ceremony recently where they renamed the health center the Reverend Jeanette Phillips Health Center at Peekskill. And it was just amazing. I mean, the room was packed and uh, there were generations of community members, people from Peekskill there who had, you know, not only had their grandparents gone through the health center, but the grandkids were too. And it was just amazing to see you know, how this effort that began with people talking to each other and a few dedicated community leaders had just grown into something that had impacted so many people's lives. And, you know, remember, we came to the Peekskill Community Health Center because, like everybody else, we were looking for affordable health care. And, you know, when you walk into the health center, you can feel that it's a different place. You know, there is a diversity of people in the waiting room, but everybody's being treated equally. And they make all the small things there, you know, that are really annoying in other places like paperwork, insurance, and getting your prescriptions. They just, they make it all easier. And it feels like, you know, patients looked at the whole system and just made it better. And, you know, for me, being able to hear this story about Reverend Phillips and Alan Steiner, um, I really just feel a lot of gratitude for people like them who made big changes in their world, in their lives, um, in order to change the world. And, and they proved that it can really work. And, you know, hundreds of thousands of people have been cared for because of the changes that they made in their lives and in their community. And... I hope that their story can help inspire more change. Next Stop Now is a production of the Ecological Citizens Project. You can learn more about their mission at ecologicalcitizens.org. This podcast is produced by Isabel Angel. Music in this episode from Roger Plexico, Poddington Bear, and Lee Rosefear. Special thanks to Ann Kaufman-Nolan, CEO of the Jeanette J. Phillips Peekskill Community Health Center. Sometimes you just need a little inspiration to take that leap in your life. Maybe you'll find that in these stories. The next stop is now.